Questo episodio sarà trasmesso in lingua inglese. Per poter vedere la puntata e leggere i sottotitoli in italiano, visita il nostro canale YouTube. No experience needed. Buon ascolto. qualcosa che non va. Oh, eh sì, eh, sì eh, ci penso io, un attimo. Grazie. Ok. Hola, benvenuti a tutti. Uh, lo sento. Welcome back. Hi. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm not oh. used to talking English for so much. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, today we have a guest. Yeah, a special one. You mm-hmm. might have seen him in The Greatest Showman. He's mm-hmm. an author. He's a motivational speaker. He's a producer. He's I just came to know that. And he's an amazing actor. And his name is Sam Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to be here with you guys. Oh, likewise. We are honored. Yeah, we are honored. So, you have an amazing news. You just uh, mm-hmm. participate with other 43 creators on a book, Ignite mm-hmm. Possibilities. Mm-hmm. How was your experience with that? Um, yeah, so, well, it was my first time being a published author, let alone being an wow. international best-selling published author. So, um, That's wow. for me. My brain is still kind of exploding from that because, um, I mean, I'm only 27 and uh, that was one of my lifelong, you know, goals and dreams to have happen. And um, yeah, it's, well, as the book says, ignite possibilities. And that was one of the possibilities that I ignited. Um, (laughs) That's That's true. Yes. I I don't know. It's still very mind-boggling to me that I managed to just check off another one of my goals and made it a reality so yeah do you want to kind of spoil what's in the book yeah sure um i can give you guys a little bit of a teaser um so um as uh the title for my story in the book is from near death to hollywood um which basically kind of follows my journey from basically from when I was born to up to this point in my life and sort of the challenges and the obstacles that I faced. Um, mm-hmm. Some of those obstacles that I faced, um, unfortunately, in my teen years, I did try to commit suicide several times due to the fact that I did not have self-awareness or self-love for, you know, um, myself and my body image. And I wasn't able to accept who I was as a person. Um, And yeah, so that took me a while to accept myself and accept, you know, what I was going through and that I was different from everyone out there. Um, And nowadays I, I appreciate myself and I'm happy for the way that I am and I'm happy being unique because we're all unique and that's something that should be celebrated rather than, you know, rather than us feeling ashamed or terrible about Mm -hmm. our differences. Wow, thank you for sharing that. And we're happy you're still here with us. Are you planning (laughs) to to write something else maybe by yourself or it was just Ah. a job? Um, no, I am actually currently working on um, an autobiography. Um, so I've wow. been working with um, some writers um, mm-hmm. that decided to... So I started actually writing my autobiography myself mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. Um, and then two writers, two professional writers came in and they heard about my story and they'd been following, you know, many of my accomplishments and the great showman and all these things that I'd done. And they decided that they wanted to come in and interview me and write my autobiography. And so that's, that's something that we are working on and have been working on for the past couple of years. And so it's a huge process about, you know, how to tell, how to tell my story and, you know, in what format and, you know, how to tell it right. 
So yeah. Well, you're young, but you have a lot of things to say. So yeah, that's you. great. <laughs> yeah, I'm told that I am a old soul in a young oh, body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old body and an old soul. I'm oh, so old it. right now. You look amazing. It's the, the, the vaccine. I'm feeling old. <laughs> oh yeah, might be that. Are you planning yeah. also to star in a biopic? In your biopic? Um, well, that is that's definitely something that you know can you know be followed up on once my autobiography <laughs> is you know done. That, um, that is. That is kind of one of the goals as well, is once mm -hmm. my autobiography is completed and released and published that maybe I can sell it to a studio and network and possibly create a biopic on my life. Um, you know, every day is a new possibility. So we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah I would love yeah. to see that. Mm, me too. <laughs> I'm yeah. impressed, really. <laughs> Thank you. We have an Instagram page for our web series and sometimes we put um, the question box in the stories and some people mm -hmm. ask us a lot of different questions about the, the series and but also personal questions. One of them just stuck into my mind and it's um, about uh, how you deal with rejection, how you deal with hate, how you deal or I think it, it was about auditions or castings. Yeah, it was auditions, but also and, back from... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, how do you deal with the rejection? <laughs> um, ooh, that is a tough That's question. Hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess one thing is the your mindset, and I think that's something that I say, you know, all along is it's your mindset and how you train your mind to be able to face those kinds of things. Because, I mean, in everyday life, not just being an actor or being in the entertainment industry, we all face rejection and we're all going to be disappointed about you know decisions we make or the way you know our life goes sometimes and you just have to be if you have a strong mindset and a positive attitude which is one thing that I over the last I guess you know maybe even five to ten years that I've been trying to train my brain is to have an attitude of gratitude because one of the most important things if you can be if you can be grateful about, you know, your life and your decisions and just about, you know, the way that you perceive <laughs> things around you, then, then, you know, it doesn't really matter what happens, whether or not you get rejected from, you know, multiple auditions. And I've been rejected from yeah. oh God, <laughs> hundreds of auditions. I mean, you know, um, and so, yeah, you've just got to be grateful for the small things that that happened like you know yeah. I'm grateful for still being alive hey yeah. I mean I may not have landed a hundred auditions but I'm alive so yeah you know. yeah um, that's what's important <laughs> and I've been through many many different situations in my life where um, I could choose to look at the absolute negative of it mm -hmm. or I can choose to look at the the positive side of it and um I always say, no matter what happens in every, you know, negative, you know, outcome or negative uh, situation, there's always a silver line. And you just oh, have yeah. to look <laughs> for that silver lining. And that's yeah. where the attitude of gratitude comes in and the, you know, having a positive mindset comes in. Mm -hmm. Because if you always look at things with an attitude of gratitude and positivity, then you can never really be disappointed. So, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. a friend of mine said a very beautiful thing to me. She said, doesn't matter how many no you get, you only need one yes. Exactly. The right yes in, in, at the right time. That yeah. changed my perspective, my perspective completely. I mean, yeah, that's definitely important. I mean, um, that's de definitely very true for my own career. You know, before The Greatest Showman, you know, I was definitely doing you know hundreds of auditions and I landed a couple here and there but it only took the one audition for greatest show man yeah. and set my career you know on fire talking about that how did that happen um so that was very interesting I got <laughs> I actually signed up to a uh, UK um, agency oh, and okay. I had been with them for about two years and I had completely forgotten that I had signed up with them at all. <laughs> two, year, two years went by, I got a random email one day oh, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, oh, cool. 20th Century Fox wants me to audition for some movie called, because at the time it was called The Greatest Show on Earth, which was a little oh. bit of a weird title. Um, <laughs> 
to be honest, I thought it was like a plank or a hoax because I completely didn't even remember that I had this agency in the UK. <laughs> oh, um, so my finger is literally hovering over the delete button at this point. I'm like, why Why does a major studio want me to audition? This isn't, but whatever. So I'm about to push the delete button, but then a moment pops in my head where, a thought pops in my head where I'm like, no, I'm an actor, hopes or no hopes, I have to at least put myself forward for this because it could be a major opportunity. So yeah. I did. Um, I had 48 hours to put down a self-tape, um, got my best friend to help me, which was absolutely hilarious, because he pretends to do my mother's voice on the self-tape, and every single time, I could not keep my composure. Oh, I just, I broke down and laughing every single time. I was like, I said to him, you have to stop, because I can't act and hear you pretend to do a woman's voice at the same time. It just doesn't happen. Oh but, um, so we, we put down that self-tape and I submitted it to my agent. And then literally a week later, she calls me back saying that I had been shortlisted. My mind, I was just like, okay. I'm like, what? I've been shortlisted? <laughs> so my mind's spinning. And then she goes, yeah, the director wants to have a, um, a, Skype, a Skype meeting with you. I'm like, okay. I'm <laughs> like, this... So far, I'm like, this is one, this is the biggest thing I've ever done. And this is the furthest I've ever been on, you know, such a big audition. Mm-hmm. Did, did the Skype meeting with the director, did the audition with him again over Skype. And then next thing I know, they're like, I think we're pretty happy with, um, with you. But before we finalize, we need to like go through all your visa paperwork and we need oh, to yeah. meet you in Canada. I'm like, you need to meet me in Canada? What? <laughs> so literally in the space of a month from auditioning to like getting shortlisted and all this i'm flying to canada to vancouver that's crazy for literally for one hour meeting with the director i fly to canada it's like a 30 hour a 30 hour round trip i land in canada have a meeting with the director he's like yeah we're happy everything's good blah 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 blah. it's like your cast i'm like whoa did you know know the the other a-list um not not all of them um at that meeting i'd found out that hugh jackman was going to be the lead and i was like wait wait, what what? i'm like what and so my mind was just like because i've been a huge fan of hugh jackman since i was eight years old um if it wasn't for hugh jackman i wouldn't be an actor I mean, because he got me into acting. Um, And so I'm (laughs) proud to say that he's my mentor and a very, very good friend to this day. So, yeah, he made me who I am today. I'm I'm That's amazing. I mean, I can't imagine having, you know, uh, your kind of a celebrity crush in your your vision, I guess. And then now it gets like, is your mentor. It's there. Everyone's full circle. I love that you called him your acting dad. In an interview, oh, yes. you called, that's so cool. I he, want that. He's always been, he's always been my acting role model and my acting dad. So, that's yeah. so crazy. You just say that you is your favorite actor. Mm. So mm-hmm. I suppose that you, one of his movies is the one that led you to pursue this career. Mm. I want to try to guess which movie it is okay sure i've mentioned you... them on all my interviews uh so okay. yes <laughs> no i haven't oh guessed. you haven't okay no. uh, i did so... that's why i'm not doing it okay <laughs> she's doing I'm it. trying to get i did it. my researches so she's doing... <laughs> by the way okay can you give me a clue um i feel like this might spoil it but he's okay. a badass he's a badass in this um movie. well i well i mean it's it, it is x-men yes <laughs> okay no I, no no that's that's cool <laughs> yeah um he, mine is i mean different for me it was just <laughs> seeing him on the big screen seeing him on the tv like i mean i've always been a huge fan of like action like i love action <laughs> movies and um just seeing him doing his role of wolverine i you know being eight years old I strapped on fake claws to my knuckles <laughs> made out of cardboard and I'd run around my own house screaming and yelling yeah. and pretending to put down enemies so I don't yes. yeah linking to that I, I kind of saw the greatest showman has a 
Wolverine going to gather the best X-Men ever on the planet to create this show? He's the Professor X now. Yes, it's kind of like, you know, Wolverine, like looking for the best people in the world to be the next X-Men. Ooh, that is cool. So I just have a movie idea there. Keep it in mind. I have a question for you. If you were to be an X-Men, would you be an existing one or one that you invent out of the blue? Ooh, that is a hard one. Um, I definitely have superpowers that I love to have, but at the same time, I I can't get over Wolverine. I mean that like his powers and his abilities are just insane. I'd love to. I would honestly, I'd love to just take over Wolverine. Like, why he you've been so much now? It hurts, but I, I think expecting that. That's a power move okay yeah you got me there hey power move for a power guy yes yes yeah <laughs> definitely amazing you can clearly see the humility that i have right <laughs> no go for it go for it that's the best thing ever i was yeah. i actually wasn't expecting that <laughs> yes well i can i can say that i could follow in his footsteps he was wolverine he's my friend and mentor i just yeah. follow in his footsteps 100 yeah <laughs> makes sense honestly make perfectly sense yeah so you mm. moved to la when did you move i did um so i moved in the start of 2018 um so i had come before that i had come over for the award shows for like the golden globes the oscars um etc etc and then after that um My family and like all the people that I met out here when I was doing the rounds, they all told me that I had to be out here in LA. And well, I couldn't disagree. So I moved out here. How's LA treating you? How was the cultural shock from us? Because you were born in New Zealand, but you you grew up in Melbourne, right? Mm, yeah. How, you, um, how was it? I think the, the, the culture shock, not too bad, because I mean, it's still, you know, a Western country. Um, I won't say that the whole metric and uh, non-metric system definitely tripped my mind up for a while. Still trying to get used to that. I'm like degrees Fahrenheit. I'm like, I can never, no. never determine what the true weather is here. Although it is very beautiful. And I will say I mainly moved here because of the sun. <laughs> Other than that. Mm, I mean, you know, acting, my acting career and the weather, that, that's probably the two biggest things oh. to move to LA for. Do you still have to step back sometimes and see how your career is going? Like pinching yourself and be like, is this my life? Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I have a lot of days where I'm like, is this my life? Like, am I actually doing all the things that I imagined and, you know, dreamed of when I was a kid? Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm 27 now and I had all of these dreams, like when I was eight, 10 years old. I mean, when I was a teenager, I honestly never thought that I would make it this far because um, I'm not sure if you guys have, you know, heard, but like, <laughs> My doctors um, would say that I possibly wouldn't have made it past my 18th birthday. And so, and that was unfortunately some of the mental and emotional issues that I dealt with as a teenager that oh led God, me yeah. to, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that led me to try and commit suicide because I didn't want to, you know, I wanted, for me, I wanted, and as I mentioned in the uh, Ignite Possibilities book, for me, I wanted to end it on my own terms if it was, if my life was going to come to an end at such a early stage. So for me, being 27 and realizing, you know, all these goals and dreams that I had at such a young age, it's, mm-hmm. it really is mind-boggling to me. And I mean, this is only the beginning. Like, I mean, I still have so many more things that I'm working on and, you know, on, onwards and upwards to bigger and better, that's what I always say. Yeah, I think the releasing yeah, of great. this book has been, I mean, this is the best timing for sure. Because this mm-hmm. is, you know, COVID, pandemic, everyone yeah. at home. Everyone is stuff. sad and at all. Yeah, so having, yes. <laughs> so reading that book will be very inspiring for, not just probably exactly. uh, people in our field, but just inspiring no, no. for everyone, everyone to you know, get it together and of course 
never give up. Mm. Yeah, and I mean that's that's the intention of you know why we put this book together because mm-hmm. I mean a lot of a lot of people have you know gone through things that you know other people couldn't even imagine would you know happen to them and so our hope is just that our stories can inspire and perhaps motivate and even even shine a little bit of hope into what other people may be struggling Mm -hmm. with um and hopefully in seeing seeing these stories and seeing the overwhelming odds that you know many of us have come through and faced that they'll be able to see that you know they too can overcome whatever you know challenges or obstacles are facing they just have to train their mindset and you know be able to find the shining light that is there in their lives so yeah it's possible (laughs) yes yeah ignite possibilities yeah exactly (laughs) what's a fun fact about you uh um i don't know um that's a fun fact but i don't know um no um we have one um, now he wants to be wolverine, <laughs> he to be wolverine. We didn't i'm never gonna live that down am i yeah i'm kind i feel like i'm kind of put on the spot now um, no. well does everyone know i don't that know what well, I, I think so. I mean, I post about it, you know, on yeah. social media, you know, different auditions that I've done. And I actually did land uh, one voiceover a little while back for a Zillow commercial, the uh, rental, oh, okay. uh, yeah. the rental website. So, I mean, if you look, if you look that up, you'll find one that has like okay. these creatures and you can hear... You can't really hear my voice too much, but as the uh, casting people and the voiceover people said while I was doing it, they complimented me on my throw-up sounds, which I don't know <laughs> if if that's a compliment, but, like, you have very good vomiting sounds. Yes, like, it is. Thanks. I'll put hey, that on my resume. Oh, my God. So, do you have to do an American accent or? Not for the voiceover. And that's okay. kind of why I got into voiceover is because okay. um, my New Zealand and Australian accent is very colourful. Um, and so, yes, great. Um, I yeah, so I, I thought that those two accents would uh, help me a lot with animation and voiceover. Yes. Yeah. I, I do struggle. I do struggle to do a um, American accent, especially for on-screen work, which is why... I, I am practicing, but it's not <laughs> something that I excel at. I'll say that much. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to dub? I love uh, cartoons. For, I, I love cartoons. That's, that's my I favorite. Do, I do like cartoons because uh, they're very, you know, they're very fun to play around with. With, um, you know, cartoons and, you know, voice animation, you can yeah. change your voice however you want. and You can um, overact a bit and that's great. <laughs> You can overact, which is, I do, I mean, I love to do um, voiceover with, you know, um, animations for like shows and things because I can do high, low, I can, you know, I can growl, I can scream, I can, I can, can I can really be, apparently, I can be very imaginative with my voice and how I, you know, how I manipulate my voice as well. Um, yeah, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of work to be able to do voiceover. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, I can do voiceover, but there is actually a lot. There's a lot to it. I have in my mind a session of throw up sounds now. <laughs> oh, like no. people doing. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. My bad. <laughs> no, that's a fun fact for you. Fun fact. Yeah. I can do great vomiting sounds. There you go. <laughs> Because I think about my cats now. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, please. No, no. no. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what... uh, I saw that you've been working out a lot. Mm. Are you yeah. for a specific role? Wolverine. You just um, said that. <laughs> Wolverine. Yeah. No. Uh, um, no, I mean, that's just part of, you know, being an actor is always staying in good shape because you never mm. know, you know, what roles are going to come up. Um, but... In being, you know, in being a producer and creating, you know, many different, developing many different um, feature films and TV shows, there is one that my producing partner and I are in the process of developing, which may require a lot of physicality and a lot of running. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do, 
Another fun fact is I do love to work out a lot. I am a bit of a workout junkie. So, um, yeah, I like to <laughs> just <laughs> to make, make everything tone all round. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you, you got into the Californian lifestyle. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a Californian thing, although, I mean, I do know that you know, Californians do yes. like to be very physical. Yeah. Um, but I, I've always kind of worked out a lot even in my younger years even though I'm still young because uh another fun fact is I did want to be in the army when I was younger so really? I yeah yeah I trained for the army for the New Zealand and Australian army but my my family kind of dissuaded me from joining the army because they said it wasn't necessarily a realistic goal but uh what do they know <laughs> yeah. wow Army training, I, I'm tired just thinking about doing that. It was very exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. It was very exhausting. Oh um, it was running, push-ups, pull-ups, uh, sit-ups, oh. uh, weights, the whole nine yards. Oh but, um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess it was the, the, the pre-workout for the workout that I do now. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's heavy. Really, really. Um, <laughs> is there a movie that you always wanted to be part of? Ooh, um, I did. I mean, I did growing up, and, and it always seems to come back to this. But growing up, I did really, really, really want to be in the X Men franchise. Um, that was like <laughs> one of my dream franchises to be a part of. Um, but um, even now, I would love to, and I don't know if they would ever really make more of these films but the Taken franchise um I really like action and sci-fi so the Star Wars you know my team and I were all working very hard to try and get me into the Star Wars franchise about that you know (laughs) yes I saw that you did um uh, a web series oh no a tv show that's Star it, was, Wars. it was like a mini, a mini short of short series that we kind of did. Oh, okay, it's based on like the Mandalorian. It's kind of like know. a parody. It's like yeah. a parody self tape, um, where I'm kind of a yeah. I read something hunter. and I was like, I was, yeah, yeah. I read something and I was like, wow, <laughs> I want to see that. But it's coming on 2022, I think. That's um, well, it's kind of, it was kind of like a little teaser that we did um, for, you know, casting. Um, One of the main things was it was kind of being done for Taka because, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Taka and I would absolutely die to be in, like, anything that Taka's working on. Um, And he's a fellow Kiwi, so, you know, Oh, Kiwi yeah. and Kiwi, I would love to work with him, you know, fellow Kiwi and all. That's true. Star Wars is mm. <laughs> Yeah, Star Wars is <laughs> and, and I'm I'm glad yeah. that he's working on it. So, you know, maybe that's maybe that's my angle to get started. Yeah, yeah. If I can uh, rub our worries with Taka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play my cards if I was in you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I have a curiosity. I saw that for mm. the greatest showman, you had to act on your knees. I did, yes. That was grueling. It was very grueling. Um, yeah, that was Ouch. about seven months worth of me walking, running, dancing, everything. I mean, my knees were constantly sore. And um, actually, I had many times I had uh, production staff like massaging my legs and knees. It was quite... Mm-hmm. It was it was very very funny to see you know people coming over and like massaging my legs. I was like, <laughs> one point actually at one point um, yes, many please. times like we spent hours like we spent hours like you know taping and you know filming and everything. And at, afterwards, I couldn't stand up because my legs were like knee locked, like they were just locked in like an out oh. position. Um, because we would be filming for like five, six, seven hours, you know, every day um, up yeah. to like 12, 13 hours. Um, and so I'd have to have stunt people come over and actually grab my arms and like carry me off set because I literally couldn't stand up. Um, oh and they'd sit, me, they'd sit me down in my, my chair off set and they would like, sh- they would take off my knee boots and my knees would be permanently like locked for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the executive producers coming over and being like, 
are you okay? Do you need me to like massage your legs or knees? I'm like, this is way beneath your pay grade. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you sure this is way beneath your pay grade? And she's like, it's fine. Like we do, everyone takes on all types of roles, you know, on set. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I was like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, I can't cute. move right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I trained, you know, I danced, I did the dancing um, and the knee boots. Only only to realize that when we actually had to shoot the dancing, um, that I couldn't really dance. Like the, the choreography was intense, was very insane. Um, and after about three months of training, because I trained like during the choreography, I trained without the knee boots. Um, oh, yeah. And then when we actually had to film, like I had to be in the knee boots. And so we started to shoot the choreography and everything. Uh, the choreographers, the director and all the people on set were like, this realization popped into the head. They're like, you can't really dance while wearing knee boots, can you? I'm like, nope. And it's great that you guys are just realizing that now. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so I'm like, I did three months of painstaking choreography only for you to realize that I can't right dance now. in knee boots. So no. it, was, it was a bittersweet oh. moment. It was How very many F words? <laughs> <laughs> well, I kept it very PG. <laughs> um, but no, it was a bittersweet moment where they were like, well, I guess we can kind of, you know, tuck you into like, you know. So basically what we did is we did most of the most of the dancing. And then like towards the end, we kind of quickly ran me in um, to like the front of the dance where I only really had to do some of the less grueling dancing yeah so if you watch the movie very very carefully for example <laughs> in um even the bar scene i remember you yeah were- yeah like i mean in the bar scene i basically was just standing on the bar like you know yeah. stomping up and down with like yeah. a drink in my hand um, and if you scene. watch if you watch this is me very carefully you'll see that i'm basically not in that dance until like the very <laughs> end I suddenly yeah. appear and then, you know, I pull like my sword out and I'm like marching and I'm pretending to dance and all that. So I'm like, I don't know if this is very noticeable to the people watching, but, you know, did all the rehearsals and everything. I was like, this is very, very obvious to me. <laughs> so. I have an excuse to watch it again. <laughs> what you a PD. You can watch all of the idiot, the, all the, you know, idiosyncrasies where I'm there and they're not there and then I appear oh no (laughs) why did they choose to make you act on your knees the real the real Charles Stratton was only about two and a half feet tall um and so in order to get like the size the size comparison right they wanted me to be on my knees because I'm four foot two and Hugh Jackman he's a pretty tall guy <laughs> but like we wanted the height difference to be even taller even oh, you know, even okay, greater okay um and so with me on my knees and him being like six feet tall it's a major height difference um, so that was yeah I mean that's what it was like if you um if you look on my social media you probably can see um one of the photos that I posted quite a while back is of us in the cabin with Hugh Jackman standing on his feet and me in the knee boots standing in the doorway and um you can see that there's a very big height difference between us um and I was like I was like do we really need me being even shorter than I am I was like well, I never thought that I would be too tall for a role. <laughs> this was the first. This was the first. No. So I was like, cool. That's an, another fun fact, that I was too tall for Amazing. the role. There you go. We're finding a lot of fun facts. Free. There you go. I loved your acting, especially with your eyes. You act a lot with your eyes. Thank you. And uh, when it comes to recruiting you, when you opened the, back the door, I was like, whoa. That, <clears throat> that expression that you had there, I loved it so much. It was so no, good. Thank you. Yes. I was very, very nervous for that scene, actually, because that was that scene, even though it doesn't appear to a little bit into the movie, was my very first scene on on set. Oh. Um, 
And it like it happened on December second, two thousand and seventeen. Because um, that was actually that was my sister's birthday too. Um, oh, no. It was very. It was a very emotional scene mm-hmm. and a very emotional day. Um, because it being my very first scene of the well, it's not necessarily the very first scene of the you know film for me, but it's the very first scene that I shot on set and. I found it very hard to get into character because I was, you know, I was literally like face to face with Hugh Jackman, who's my own time, you know, acting role model and idol since I was eight years old. And like to be face to face with him, I just, I was in shock. I was in complete shock. Um, <laughs> I and I couldn't, imagine. I found it very difficult to get into character. And then Hugh, Hugh made it even like just, I mean, even tougher and also even more beautiful. Because <laughs> in not being able to get into character, he started giving me the most inspirational and emotional, like, pet talk ever, uh, which just at that point made me, like, break out into tears. I got super emotional. And I was like, it's hard enough for me to get into character with <laughs> you it. in front of me. Can you stop and- me, please? And now you're, like, making me cry. Like, you're just making me break down into absolute, like, sobbing, weeping tears. Like, I ruined my makeup. I just destroyed my makeup. Actually, after all of this, so he was telling me, he was like, you're amazing. He's like, you're like, you're one in a million, blah, 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 blah. He's like, out of the hundreds and thousands of people that, you know, auditioned and got shortlisted and everything, like, you made it, they cast you, and you're here in, you know, New oh, York, yes. Manhattan, you know, with me, you know, in front of me, acting with me. And I'm just like, you, inside myself, I'm like, you've just got to stop. I'm like, you've just got to stop. <laughs> Was that actually um, the moment that you realized that? you're like wait yes that's what I'm doing probably I had a I had a lot of moments like that but I think that was kind of one of the main moments where I realized I'm like whoa crap it's like real. this was actually yeah. happening like I'm actually like in front of you and I had many of these realization moments and actually just taking it back to the first time I met you I did not play it as cool as I would have liked um, <laughs> I tried to play like this kind of like yeah you're you know you're Hugh Jackman like yeah that's cool um but so my first impression was not great so I met I met Michael Gracie our director in our rehearsal space and he goes hey Sam have you met Hugh yet I'm like no I haven't met him really looking forward to meeting him like you know like this is my dream come true to meet Hugh Jackman he goes okay cool just wait here I'll bring him over and he's tall. He's insanely tall. So for me, it's just like a massive giant, like walking up to me. And I'm just like, like, as he's approaching me, I'm just literally doing this. Oh, no. <laughs> like looking up at him. Like a giraffe. Like, I know, right? He's, I'm just like, whoa, he's getting taller and taller and taller as he walks over here. And then he, he goes, hey, Sam, how's it going? Like, um. You know, how, how is it to be here on, you know, the rehearsal set of The Greatest Showman? I'm like, cool. I'm like, and then I cross my arms. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, cool. How you going, Hugh? I'm trying <laughs> to play off like this cool vibe. And I'm like, how am I doing? He's like, not great. I'm like, awesome. I'm like, cool. Just ruined my first impression. No, I'm not. I'm go He's like, no, you're fine. He's Why? like, you're fine. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, of course. I'm like trying to play it cool and it just did not work. Um, oh, God. But no, going back to the, the first scene on set. So he gives me this inspirational speech and I'm breaking down. I'm like weeping and everything. And completely embarrassing myself in front of like the 60 or 70 people who are like watching me from behind the camera. I'm like, great. I'm just like blowing my one moment to like, you know, to nail the scene. Um, but then, like, uh, Michael Gracie, our director, he's like, well, this is probably the best we're going to get from you at the moment. So, <laughs> so he's like, let's just run with this scene. Both of you guys just say your lines, like like an A-B kind of, like, rehearsal. Like, you know, actors do, like, an A-B kind of yeah. thing. 
So they're like, just keep both of you guys say your lines back and forth to each other and we'll film and we'll go from there. So he's saying his lines and I'm saying my lines and we're just continuously saying our lines over and over again. And then we run the scene. I walk back into the cabin um, and I shut the door and they're like, cut, cool, we got it. Um, and I mean, basically we ended up having to retake that scene after lunch because that's amazing three takes I was well because I was way too emotional they're like yes. you were way too emotional in that scene so we can't use any of this so they basically just wanted me to kind of get the feel of what they wanted for that scene um so we did that and I was falling and close to scene. I come back out and I'm like I'm still crying I go up to you and I'm like, I know what you're trying to do to me. You're <laughs> such a And I called him a dick. I literally called him a dick in front of everyone. And everyone was just like, everyone was just like, whoa, dude. Wait, what? Sam just called you Jackman a dick. Like, <laughs> whoa. And he's just like, look, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, how are you? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine, but you're such a dick. <laughs> um, and he, he he gives me a hug and it ended up being like one of the sweetest Amazing. moments ever. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, all is forgiven. You could do literally anything to me and <laughs> I would forgive you. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a super beautiful moment. And that's what the Bay Sherman was for me. Just a series of beautiful moments where, you know, my all-time favorite actor and role model not the first and last time that I broke down crying um <laughs> in front in front of you on the greatest showman he definitely witnessed a few emotional moments for me <laughs> in front of him so um, yeah that was well, now you saw the final product um again I wrote down crying yes, okay. yeah, yeah. um uh, I did it, it too when I wasn't it part is. of it so. we watched it so we watched it at like one of our celebratory parties we kind of watched yeah. like uh not the whole thing but it was kind of like a behind the scenes like bringing the whole thing together and like snippets of like scenes that we had okay. done and all I could think to myself was like how proud of myself that I was like just seeing myself on the big screen for the very first time which wow. was I, yeah. I still can't even really find the words to like express that feeling like from like you know growing up from where I grew up in like such a small and rural town making it to Hollywood and like overcoming all of the obstacles and challenges that I overcame from you know all of my health classes that I, I battled to you know not feeling worthy enough um, to you know do all of these you know accomplish all these things that I have and feeling like I had to commit suicide and all of these things to seeing myself on the big screen beside like my ultimate acting hero it just <laughs> I mean it broke me down I had no words like I mean I just had tears roll down my eyes the first time I saw myself next to Hugh Jackman on the big screen I just yeah Wow. I still, still is very mind-boggling to me today. It's like <laughs> immortalized on this big screen forever in, you know, such a beautiful movie um, that is. not is. only is, will be a classic, but is a film that, you know, everyone can get behind and everyone yeah. can take, yeah. you know, such a beautiful message from. Um, and I'm so, so glad and humbled and, and proud to be a part of a movie that will, you know, constantly you know be a message for everyone um and help people to find their this is me moment in their own lives so yeah it can really bring together everyone it's it's mm. amazing it's mm. And, and I think um, it's, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a catalyst for um, what I'm actually working on at the moment. Um, I created a platform called the Little Guy, um, and my slogan is "Standing Up for the Little Guys." And basically, the reason I I created that platform is because it's a, it's a global metaphor for everyone that no matter what you're facing and what you're battling is that we all feel like the little guy okay. and the yeah. underdog at yeah. some point in our lives. 
Um, and so I'm creating this platform to kind of bring together bring together a global audience, no matter what sexual orientation you identify as, and no matter what your religion, politics, um, no matter um, how, whatever your beliefs are, mm -hmm. that we can all unify under this platform um, and recognize that at the end of the day, and this is my philosophy, that we're all human beings, that we're all yeah, flawed, yeah. and we all have, you know, we all feel like we're not enough, and we all have, you know, something to contribute to society and the world. And so that's kind of the philosophy behind the little guy is that um, we need to put aside, even though we are all different and unique, and in saying that, we also need to put aside those differences to come together and find the similarities that make us all the same. And that is that we're human, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. So, and that's what I believe in, and that's what I'm trying to show the world that we, you know, need to come together to unify under one sort of global banner. Um, that's an amazing message. I, I think I saw you. No. <laughs> yeah, there were wow. moments where I was, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I think I saw you wearing a shirt. Um, yeah, I actually have, a, have one here. So this yeah. is, oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> oh, hold on. The no, space. The space is taking it out. Yeah, you can kind of see it. Yeah, um, yeah, little guy. Yeah, so it's basically I have different versions of it. Um, so mm -hmm. I generally wear the the black and yellow one because yes. it's yeah. it pops a lot more. Um, but yeah, so I'm creating that that platform, um, and we will be selling shirts um, as soon as we get that up and running. Um, but we will be announcing something very shortly to do with the little guy. Um, uh to do with screenwriting um and so there are def definitely many um categories that i'm trying to sort of launch the little guy into uh which is like you know um film and television the entertainment industry and clothing um and you know a motivation speaking and we're tr also trying to collaborate with um, nonprofit organizations and I've already partnered with a number of them and we're trying to figure out how we can um, create a global PSA campaign mm -hmm. um, that sort of, that sort of um, creates a PSAs about the issues that are really prevalent in today's society to do with, you know, racism, bullying, um, suicide awareness, homelessness awareness, um, these things are all, you know, very passionate um, to to me and very close to my heart. And so these are the things that, you know, I, I want to work on. Um, philanthropy is is a very huge goal of mine, and which is another thing that I take from Hugh Jackman. He's a huge philanthropist. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I, I also yeah. saw that with the book, you're like part of it, it mm. goes to some different um, organizations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, when we launched the book, uh, we had, um, for the weekend when we launched it, we had the free download. So every every person that downloaded it, um, mm -hmm. in a sense, the organization that published the book, it was like every download equaled a book. And we were trying to get 10,000 books to contribute to building a school overseas. Um, now, we didn't quite get to 10,000 downloads and 10,000 mm -hmm. books, but I do know um, that we I believe we currently got to about uh, 5,000 downloads. Um, so That's we great. were able to contribute 5,000 books towards building a school overseas, um, which, you know, is amazing. Um, amazing. So, yeah. yeah. And that's something that I am also trying to do is look into um, things that I can do to help contribute to um, organizations overseas, because I'm very passionate about, um, you know, objectives such as clean water and, you know, building houses overseas. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, these things are just all what I'm very passionate about. And so I would like to build a foundation. And that's kind of what the little guy is to be a foundation that, you know, supports initiatives like these. That's admirable. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> mm, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's really, mm, I, I mean, wow. the fact that you are using, you know, your visibility to bring awareness to different subjects and helping others, it's just, mm. I have no Not word. everyone 
for me like and and like you said and um the the line from like you know spider-man with great um power comes great responsibility <laughs> and yes. for me being able to have a platform where people listen to me and can hear me speak mm-hmm. i find that you know very important with the message and you know the the causes that you take up um because you know everyone does listen to you know what i have to say and so it's important to be able to share causes that are very important to, you know, yeah. bringing the world together and making sure that, you know, everyone feels supported in this world. Because going through my experiences, I, I know what it's like to feel like you don't fit into the world and feel, you know, lost and feel like no one, no one cares. If I can help just one person find their purpose and their calling or feel like, you know, someone cares about them then you know that's that's all I can really hope for and to leave a legacy that um won't be ongoing after I'm gone is what I you know am care about so yeah yeah just just like Federica said it's the perfect moment because this pandemic uh, make this feeling of sadness and powerlessness grow so this this kind of I, I, I think I think like I mean and like you said then now is the perfect moment because five to ten years ago like you couldn't necessarily combat some of these issues because I don't yeah. think society and the world exactly. was necessarily ready to make these kind of progressive steps um, but now now is the time you know we've made tremendous strides forward um in the world and as a society as a whole um so i think the world and society is ready for these initiatives and to progress even further forward um so that's why we're me and my team are all working very very hard to push these initiatives and build the little guy platform <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's a little bit of an uphill battle, but we'll get there. I uh I never I never give up. And, and as I've said on my uh on my social media, and I've said in a number of interviews, I'll die trying because uh, I don't know the yeah, meaning of quit. That's mm. the best mindset. You had a question, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I need a moment. <laughs> no, I know this is emotional. That was. I need point. a moment. I don't know. <laughs> Let's change the subject. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um how much do you know about italian culture or language or Ooh, art or whatever Sandra. have you ever been yeah. in italy um no but uh that is on my bucket list oh, i would on. love to go to italy i've had some friends that have been to italy and they said it they said it's absolutely beautiful um and i'd love to you know tour a lot of the major churches and major sites over there um Oh, I don't, other than knowing that pizza is uh, Italy's greatest invention, yeah. uh, I don't know too much about it. Yeah. Well, I know about, uh, I'm up to 50 restaurant that I can tell you. So <laughs> if you need the names, you know. <laughs> Well, uh, when I when I do eventually get over to Italy, I'll uh, yeah. I'll hit you up for those restaurants. <laughs> Pizza and whatever. So. <laughs> What's a, a sla- like some slang words from Australia or New Zealand that they, you can tell us and we can try to guess oh what goodness. that means? Um, ooh, um, I don't even know. <laughs> um, Identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit um i don't even know what i technically am now because i'm like Whoa. i'm like kiwi australia well actually a lot of people think that i'm australian um well. because i spent so long and my accent is like more australian than it is yeah. kiwi now and actually a lot of people think i'm even from england so i'm like <laughs> i mean okay. i'm like am i from new zealand australia <laughs> england america Because I'm, I'm half Chinese, <laughs> everyone thinks I'm also Filipino because of my oh, yeah. half Chinese heritage. Mm, I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I kind of yeah. see that, yeah. I have some Filipino yeah. friends and can kind of tell, yes. My mom's Chinese and my dad's Kiwi, so I'm half oh, wow. Kiwi, half Chinese. Okay. Don't ask me to speak Chinese, though. No. Um, <laughs> I have, when I was very young. Um, I okay. can't quite remember it, though. Um, I have very, very few memories that I can recall, which is why I don't think, like, I don't think parents should ever really take their kids traveling to, like, 
past the age of like five or six because honestly they don't remember oh i don't remember actually one memory that i do have and actually this is probably a scarring memory and that's probably one of the reasons why i hate clowns um we went over there and clowns are very very different over in china they're like not happy and like you know comedic and laughy they're very scary very scary well i ate clowns and i because of heat but (laughs) well there we go we have something in common i am definitely afraid of clowns i hate clowns oh Oh, god i just yeah no that's another fun fact another fun fact Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a yeah a hard fun fact yeah. so you didn't watch the last the last remakes i guess or did, mm, no. although i can do i can do a very um scary imitation of pennywise the clown from it oh, so man. and actually yeah, i've been yeah. told that i can also do a very good well i don't know whether it's an imitation but it's uh it's a very good well, I guess you could call it maybe an imitation of Chucky from um, oh the Chucky movies. Yeah, but I'm not a horror fan. Horror, I, I do very oh well in horror, God. but uh, I I scare myself, so. <laughs> maybe that that means good. You, you, you know, you're staring one, you see the backstage, you're like, okay, this is all fake, it's okay, and from no. now on I can yeah. watch whatever. Uh, I've said to many people that I could possibly do horror, just don't expect me to show up to the premiere. as long as because once all the once all the you know special effects and all of that go into it then it's very hard to determine that it's not real yeah yes so yeah sure when when, if you're doing paranormal paranormal stuff sorry (laughs) everything that happens is just like um yeah that's scary i've had events like in um when i was younger because i was a lot easier to scare when I was younger. Um, I would, sometimes I'd watch, um, you know, scary stuff like towards the, towards like my bedtime and I'd have to, you know, get up and go to the toilet <laughs> in the middle of the night. And not that, I don't know why I would ever think this would protect me, but I would like carry a fake gun with me to go to the bathroom. And literally I would be doing this. I'd be like going around every corner, just kind of like, <laughs> Like very carefully creeping around the corner in case there was something to freak me out. I don't know. In my mind, I thought, "Hey, fake gun that doesn't fire anything sure. or can't do anything that'll protect me." Well, yep. when you're in bed, what a mission to be! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're in bed, you think the blanket is enough to protect you from the monster, so there's no difference. True. Very true. One day I got up to go to the bathroom and I think it's the only time I've seen a ghost. I was going to the bathroom and this was in like one of my, um, my old house in Australia. I was walking past the laundry and I did a double take because I saw like a, a, like a very shady, cloudy kind of outline of what I thought was a figure. And I did a double take. I looked back and I was like, and I could see I couldn't really see eyes, but I could see kind of like little glowy, like where the eyes should be. And I was like, I knew and I could feel something was looking at me or staring at me. And I was like, nope, nope, I can't do this. Nope, I'm running back to my bed. Let's just say after that, I didn't need to go to the toilet anymore. (laughs) This interview is taking a turn. Another direction. (laughs) A weird turn. (laughs) How was your quarantine? Um, Okay. we had a few lockdowns. Sorry, that's my cat. Um, <laughs> we had a few uh, lockdowns, um, but it seems to be okay over here now uh, with the vaccines being rolled out in very large, you know, wide distribution. So, yeah, I mean, we seem to be getting back to some semblance of normalcy and um, work is opening back up. I've been getting a lot more auditions in the um, past, you know, few months than I have in like all of 2020. All of 2020, I got like maybe <laughs> two or three auditions. Yeah. And like the last two months, I've had like 10 auditions. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's amazing. Whether or not I land them, that's another question. Oh. <laughs> Have you been be watching something? Yes, I just watched all of Shit's Creek, which is absolutely hilarious. Oh, if you guys God. haven't seen it, 
No. I highly, highly recommend it. It okay. is so, so funny. And um, we're actually, my producing partner and I and my writing team, we're actually developing a show that's similar to Schitt's Creek. Because after watching that, we're like, we could do something that's similar to this. So we've been very, yeah, very hard at work developing something along those lines. Yeah. Interesting. Do you want to still work in LA or you want to move? I enjoy LA. Um, although a lot of people have been telling me that I should probably go back to New Zealand or Australia because it's a lot safer, which that's for sure. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But there's also not too many opportunities over in uh, Australia and New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Well, at least there weren't. I mean, now now there's kind of a lot more opportunities opening up because mm -hmm. you know Australia and New Zealand is deemed like COVID, pretty much COVID safe. And Marvel actually just um, decided to move to New Zealand for five years. Um, so they're moving over there. Then um, Weta, uh, Weta Digital, um, who mm -hmm. I'm actually good friends with the CEO, um, they just set up a animation studio um, in 2020. Um, in New Zealand, so there's actually a lot of a lot of things happening in Australia and New Zealand in terms of the film industry. So it's their time to shine, I guess, <laughs> amongst COVID. I mean, Marvel is Marvel is one of the you know major franchises that I do want to hitch my wagon to. So oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we we are kind yeah. of the same age, so we we understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are kind of a nerd Which too, fun. so we understand. Oh, I'm a major nerd. So yeah. <laughs> We can embrace it in this day and age, you know, it's no longer, yeah, you know, safe. 5, 10, 15 years ago, it used to be like, you know, girls are into this and guys are into this. Yeah. But now there's like a big sort of blend of what girls and guys can be into, you know, girls can be into video games and, you know, comic books and all that and guys can yeah. be into, you know, I don't know, playing with dolls and things like that, you know. Makeup. Uh, makeup, makeup, makeup. There you go. Technically... I guess technically you could say I'm into makeup because I'm an actor. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> a lot of people do ask me, they're like, is it weird wearing makeup? I'm like, I'm an actor. So, yeah. no, not really. No. I don't necessarily put it on, you know, in my free time or anything. <laughs> like, I'm not in front of the mirror, like, la da 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 <laughs> But, you know, it's... When I do, you know, interviews or when I do, um, you know, go to a big events and things like that, I do hire, you know, makeup artists to, you know, do my makeup. Always mm -hmm. got to look my best. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a message mm. for whoever is watching this? Yeah, I mean, totally. Um, <laughs> I guess my message is that whatever, the, you know, whatever goals or dreams that you have and that you're aspiring towards is, you know, never give up and as long as you have a mindset um that you know you're going to achieve it and that you trust in the process um trust in the process of time the reason we have time is so that you know everything doesn't happen all at once because the things happened all at once you know we wouldn't necessarily be able to handle it so um you know trust in the process of timing and you know believe in yourself and never give up because for me when I was eight years old having a dream of being an actor to when it actually came you know became a reality and I became like you know a full-time actor was 14 years like I learned the greatest showman when I was 22 so um and I had the passion to be an actor when I was eight so never give up yeah that's that's what I have to say never yeah. never give up do not delete your emails. It is for <laughs> that's me. It. Just, do not Don't delete your emails. We want to thank you for, you know, giving us your time and uh, you yeah. know, chatting with us because that was amazing. I would amazing. chat with you for hours. Mm. <laughs> yeah. no, well, thank you, for, thank you for having me. It's uh, always an honor and a privilege to be able to it's speak to, you know, honor. many, many different people and give my advice and, you know, mm -hmm. be able to share the message and my philosophy that I believe in. I'm pretty thank sure it was very much. useful for everyone. It was thank almost you. a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, in the clouds. Well, and <laughs> there is a reason I am a motivation speaker, I guess. You can tell, yes. That's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. I am I'm tired. I'm even tired, more tired than before. It was Are we sure wow. it's not the vaccine? Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> zum, zum, zum. 
Yeah. yeah, I would highly recommend getting me. some yeah. get, getting some rest and you know drinking plenty and yeah. plenty of water. Yeah. Plenty of water. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice for everyone, not just you. Water. Drink plenty of water. Yeah, it's always water. Good to be hydrated. <laughs> Don't do drugs, drink water. Don't choke yourself. <laughs> <laughs> drink water that's the end message don't do drugs and drink, drink water. water good <laughs> luck with your second shot <laughs> yes thank you i'm not you're not, not looking, looking forward, forward to it no <laughs> well then good luck for your autobiography that's better yes. well, that i am looking forward to <laughs> but no thank you no it's been amazing to chat with you guys thank and you. uh any any time that you guys want to chat um i definitely do have a lot of uh Likewise. bigger announcements that Absolutely. will be coming out within the next year and okay. um by all means i do look forward to sharing those with you and the rest of the world so yeah yes. i'm looking forward to that Thank i look you. forward to see what's mm-hmm. next for you well yeah. same i definitely look forward to seeing what will happen <laughs> next because yes. uh you know like the book says there's no possibilities yeah <laughs> yes on amazon now <laughs> on amazon now um yeah <laughs> any other platforms awesome. that we can find it um so at the moment it's only on amazon um Which but i great. believe we we may be trying to get it into bookstores but we'll see okay mm. i'll put a link down here um <laughs> yes and you can also um click the link in my bio on instagram and that will take you okay. to the okay. amazon page as well thank you. you so much That was Thank you, no worries. Sam. Thanks for having me and I hope you guys have an amazing rest of the day or evening wherever you guys are. Evening. I have a very long work day ahead of me. Fun. Good luck. <laughs> awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening and uh, I look Thank forward you. to hopefully talking with you guys down the line. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Have a no nice worries. day. Bye. 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 And cut. Hi. Look at your background. Is this face can do a very scary imitation of Pennywise the clown from it. Well, I guess you could call it maybe an imitation of Chucky from um oh the Chucky movies. I, you don't want to do it for us? I I mean I can if you guys want. Okay, I just I just turn. <laughs> Go for it. How do Pennywise? Okay. I'm Pennywise, the clown. Oh, <laughs> oh, Pennywise. Oh, cotton candy and popcorn. Oh, Georgie, you like the carnival? <laughs> oh my gosh. This is Chucky's laugh. That's less frightening for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that's identical. <laughs>